This is a Zero Talent Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Zero Talent Podcast. I'm your host, Brentley Clay, and joining me today is Ethan. Soundboard, what's up? He's he's improving. Uh, Joe. Hello. And Ray. Hola. All right, so uh, for the fans, this is podcast take two. Uh, we had some technical difficulties leading into this. So there is going to be no segue. This is not going to be a smooth transition. We were talking about weddings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why were we talking about weddings again? You went to weddings? Yeah, yeah, I went to two weddings uh, in the past couple of weeks, and they were really fun. Uh, the, the one last night was pretty fancy. The one before that was my first experience uh, at, at a gay wedding. That was really cool. Hell yeah, two, uh, two men, I assume? Uh, no, sorry, uh, two, two women. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. Was uh, Emily's friend? Uh, em- Emily's cousin, actually. Nice. Which one had all the alcohol? They both did, and I, I've had some really good weekends here lately. You know, I, I do love that for you. I do love that for you. I don't know, man. Just, like, wedding drinking hits different. When it hits. Well, when it hits. Yeah, that was the problem last night. I was keeping you all updated through text. Um, I had... Well, let's see. Let's count them out here. I always double fist it, so, like, it's an even number. I had six margaritas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? I don't know. Um, so I had six margaritas and two shots of whiskey and just just nothing. I, I was completely fine. I, I still let Emily drive home, obviously, just in case. But like I was completely OK. I think that um, you should maybe <laughs> evaluate the, the effect that drinking all of that did not have on you. You know, there could be some alcoholism going on right now nah, on this podcast. Nah, nah. His liver is just God. How dare you say that to me in the maker's mark in my hand right now? <laughs> I mean, it is 1.38 p.m. Don't out me like that. My mom listens to this. <laughs> Sorry, bro. You're caught in 4K or MP3 in this case. I'm going to get a concerned text from my mother. Like she doesn't already know. I'm, I'm just trying. I'm trying to be the Jeff of, of uh, our group. Dude, have you seen all the stuff going on with Rooster Teeth right now? Uh, yeah, that's actually a pretty good segue to what I saw posted this morning. In absolute shambles. <laughs> it's not going great. Apparently, there was, um, there was a lot of, like, uh, hate speech going on with, like, some of the newer hires, and they didn't even get paid for a lot of their work. Like, they would have to come in before office hours, after office hours, and they just didn't get paid for it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like, it was, uh, like... Rooster Teeth used to be like my favorite company growing up, and now it's like hearing about like all the stuff went on is like, oh, oh God. Yeah, I mean, you're able to really exploit people whenever you have, you know, twenty thousand different people trying to apply to work at your establishment. <laughs> you want to work here? You know, you're very replaceable. I applied to work there at one point. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, and you probably would have got fucked over. I wouldn't have got paid, apparently. <laughs> Rip. Yeah, maybe maybe don't try to be the Jeff of the podcast. What about the other parts of him? You can be as alcoholic as you wish. I mean, it's not a problem if I don't get drunk, right? I got that Captain America metabolism. Captain America can't get drunk. Just just so you know, it processes too fast because he's like a superhuman. Did not know that. Yeah, fun fact. 
Well, have you done anything else besides weddings? Has that been like your whole thing? Have you played any games? We are technically a gaming podcast. I guess that's a good point. Um, I have been playing some Overwatch 2. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it because I think there's other people in here that might want to talk about it a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, that's that's really all I've been doing. Um, phone games. Uh, I've been playing Fallout Shelter a lot just because it's like something I can pick up, uh, collect my resources and then not have to worry about it for like the rest of the day kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, Joe, do you want to tell us about Overwatch 2? I mean, I know that's what you've mostly been into, right? That's all I've been into. I've been playing so much Overwatch 2. That's that man's heart and soul. Dude, I'm loving it right now. Real quick, I want to go into, uh, before I get into Overwatch, I want to go into a phone game I've been playing here recently. I've been absolutely loving it. I've, I got back into playing CSR Racing 2. Oh my oh god. god. Dude, I'm loving it. I was showing uh, Ray the other day. I've been having so much fun with it. Dude, throwback to like, what, episode 2 of our podcast? Yeah, I know, right? Full circle. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to give that little shout out because I've been loving that game right now. Um, but other than that, I've just been playing nonstop uh, Overwatch. Before that, I played Apex uh, ranked for a while. And sure, some stuff would piss me off, but I've never been more consistently mad at a game while playing ranked than Overwatch. It brings back all of like 2016 emotions. And just me being mad at teammates. <laughs> is that a good thing? Like I, you, you, you make it sound like that's a good thing. You sound really excited about it. Joe's like, yeah, I love it. It's been making me mad. I'm very passionate about it. I have a lot of fun. And it's like when I do get into a good game, oh, it's so much fun. But I've noticed in this one, I don't know. It's just the lack of like knowledge that people just do whatever. Play healers as DPS, don't heal. Play tanks as DPS, just don't shield. I, DPS playing as a wall, not doing anything. <laughs> just no thought process going on, but I don't know. I don't know how many matches I played where I would be playing as a healer, and then our DPS would be like, can I get some healing? And it's like, yeah, sure, if you don't want to like rush up into the middle of their squad and like, you know, I'm not going to follow you there because I'm going to get killed in one hit. Dude, you can't out Joe like that, man. Not on the podcast, dude. I was Damn. literally I was, I was playing a ranked match yesterday. I because I had to switch to like McCree or something like that because our team was we were doing so good in the beginning, and then all it it was all of a sudden like my teammates just handed their controller to their five year old brother for no reason. <laughs> I don't I don't know what was going on. We were like doing so well, and then all of a sudden it just we went downhill. It just like hit a point and we just dropped off and just started doing terribly. But like. I was like five. I'm pretty sure I was like exactly five health. I walked into the back right beside. I was further back than the uh, healers. I was literally walking in front of them. I was like, I need healing. And I sit there. And the Anna looked at me. So I thought I got healing. So I turned around to start shooting again. And then I, and then I got one shot by someone in the very back lines that was like not a DPS. And I, like, I watched the kill cam. I was still one shot. They didn't touch me healing. They didn't do anything. I spammed it. I was because I was just in the back lane trying to ask them for healing. They did nothing. You ever think that maybe your spam is why they didn't heal you? Well, I was doing it casually at first. Like I walked back, set it once, and then started shooting and stuff, and like tried to get like I was shooting at the enemies because we were getting pushed. And uh, then we got like a break. Uh, we like wiped them, so like we were sitting there for a bit. 
asked it again, no one said anything. So then I started spamming because no one was healing me and both healers were there. Ana was playing fucking DPS for some reason. Yeah, I, I just wanted to give you a hard time, but I can attest to the fact that uh, healing is atrocious in that game. It's it's not even just the healing, it's just the game knowledge. It is a new game, and you know, quotations around new. Yeah. But this is what I've noticed, and I, I could be wrong, but let me see if this is your all's experience with it. If I'm playing tank, we need better healers. If I'm playing healer, we need like better tanks and DPS. If I'm playing DPS, we need better other things. It's like for some reason, no one knows what to do, so like you have to take it upon yourself, but you can't do everything at once. God, you guys are describing exactly why I had to stop playing League of Legends. Down to Joe's anger. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, because like even you had said that, like, well, there is a lot more newer people. It, that's not the case. I go and if someone pisses me off to the point to where they're not doing their job or they're or they think they can do better than the role that they queued for, then I'll go and look at their profile because. If you can't even, if you can't like look at their statistics on their profile, because I think you have to be their friend, like I think you have to have each other added to see their statistics. If you just click on their profile, profile, it'll show their level, and that's that's their level that they were in in Overwatch One. Most people have been at least for me like bronze one star, so they at least made it to where like they prestiged in Overwatch One. So they played it enough to at least hit a prestige. And Overwatch, or be close to one. So it's like, okay, if you have, if you still haven't played in a while, you still know what a fucking tank is, what a DPS is, and what a healer is. You also shouldn't be encountering new people because Joe, you mostly play ranked, and new people have to like win so many matches. And I would imagine, you know, with the skill that they're exhibiting, that might be kind of hard. Yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine I get placed with anyone new. I mean, I haven't been from what I've noticed. It's just. People that are coming back to the game that are just playing like they're brand new for some reason. Are there a lot, would you say, of gameplay differences from Overwatch 1 to Overwatch 2? I mean, I know that we've had to cut down one player because it used to be 6v6, right? So we've lost a tank. Yeah, uh, it actually completely... um, Because I saw someone talk about it because I didn't know how to put it into words. And I saw someone talk about it that makes a lot more sense. Um, So before in Overwatch 1... It was a lot easier to keep the tanks and DPS alive. And, or Sorry, a lot easier to keep the healers alive because there was two tanks, uh, a DPS or two, and then like two healers. So it was a lot more easier to keep back, like have some back lane support. Each healer gets a tank that can protect it, basically. Yeah, yeah. Or a DPS that can at least hang back with them like Soldier or something like that. They can still deal like deal damage in backlane or with or something like that but in this one i've noticed a lot of people where there's only two tanks uh or sorry a tank two dps and two healers the tank is in the front line trying to keep everyone alive instead of there being two and they can switch off um and now the healers are getting dived on by all dps like there's no reason for a dps not to dive on healers first arguably that's how it should have been in overwatch one as well you should always take out the healer first because they're going to be squishier no true but if you already have a tank in front line there's most likely going to be a tank protecting middle as well so then it was a lot harder to dive because then you were getting pressed by healer and tank if you dived. this one there's maybe like a widow if there's a widow in the background 
dive her first, insta-kill her, and then you can dive the two uh, healers and pick which one you want first. A thousand times easier, because I've been playing Genji, and it's a lot easier to just dive back lane, finish healers, and then get out and like try to like get, get like get out, get heals, and either try to go back in for DPS or tank, or let your team clean up after you get the healers, since they have no healing. So it's a lot harder to keep healers alive, but also I've noticed in this one, healers just don't know how to fucking heal. Well, I completely agree and can see where you're coming from with that. Uh, however, I would like to let you know, I think you said dive at least 10 times. So this episode is now going to be called diving into some Overwatch. Ah, oh, nice. Nice. Nah, Joe's big dive. Didn't realize I said it that much. <laughs> you did say dive a lot. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say it again. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Hold on. I lost it. Are we going to dive right into the next topic? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. Not, not to uh, keep putting you on the spot, Joe, but you've played the most Overwatch 1 and 2, and it's a hot new game. So I just wanted to ask you, like, I, I know that you're having struggles with the changes due to people not playing properly you know, or, or just playing badly. Do you think it's been a good change, the, the things that they've done? Uh, I like the 5v5. Um, I like it a lot more than I do 6v6. Uh, they kind of started pushing 6v6 before they stopped updating the game in Overwatch 1. It was like going in a way of like, it was just a huge tank off because there was at least two tanks and it was just rough. Another change that they did that I personally like is in Overwatch 1, their solution was nerf everybody into the ground. And then it was hard to get kills because like no one was doing damage. Now it seems like everyone is relatively strong and kind of like a viable option in some way. I feel like damn near all characters. Hey, everybody but Doomfist. Well, yeah, Doomfist is on their watch list of characters to uh, get, uh, potentially gain a, bar, uh, a buff. Yeah, and th- yeah, that's the other thing too. Like, there's three or four on that list, but they're looking at buffing them instead of nerfing everyone else, which is what they did in the first game. Which I can see. I mean, everyone else is, uh, is in a pretty solid state. I mean, characters have their moments here and there, and like Zarya does so much damage, but it also people don't understand is like the bubble. Don't shoot the bubble. Well, yeah, don't shoot the bubble. But like, also, there's counter picks to each pick. But they just want to steamroll ahead onto like what they have. Like, oh, well, I like playing Sigma, so they got a Zarya. I'll just deal with it. It's like, no, you're not just going to deal with it. Your rock is literally useless against her. She puts up a bubble, and that's half of your kit is to stun. It's like, so you probably should switch, but a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think we're probably going to talk about Overwatch again later. If uh, yeah, I, I think we will. So I'm going to just kind of cut you off there and uh, see what Ethan and Ray have been up to. Ethan wanted to say something right there, sound like, real quick. Oh, the only thing I was going to say is that I've definitely felt your uh, that experience with damage because I played Baptiste for the first time. And I, I never felt more comfortable dealing DPS than, than when I was playing as that healer. I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, I was, I was playing him in ranked. He's actually pretty fun. Yeah, I, I wish he boss. had a better heal, like the grenade launch that he has. I like it. That's good. Yeah, I, like I, I was going to say, I want to see exactly how much it heals because I feel like I have to hit someone with like four nades to actually save them. 
the, the grenade doesn't heal a lot, but his other ability is like an AOE heal that does a lot. It's like an insta yeah. heal. And yeah. it does bonus healing if you're low, too. The only yeah. thing I don't like is his ult. His ult's weird. His ult affects his healing, too. I know, but it's like you have to shoot it through a wall, but if you get pushed as soon as you use that ult, then it's like that ult's damn near useless because it's a very specific ult. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it's also really good for like you throw it up for like a widow in the back and she charges like a 20% shot, probably one shot in someone. Yeah, it's definitely more based around like a utility for the rest of the team, I think. Yeah. But, uh, you make a good point though. Ray, um, what have you been into besides Overwatch 2? Uh, Overwatch 2, Tarkov. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to go through the list in my head or I'm like, well, it's not correct in my brain because I, I started off this week basically playing Overwatch. Then I played Escape from Tarkov as always as my love-hate relationship with that. Mm, looking at the specs on the new fucking PC parts that just dropped. And that's about it. Do, do you use AMD stuff? Yeah, they're getting ready to get they're getting ready to slap the fuck out of Intel. Uh, yeah, I saw like the Ryzen stuff, but I, I didn't know you used that. I'm Intel for life, baby. Intel hype? The fucking Ryzen... I, it's so hard to explain it. Ryzen Zentech 5, or I think that's how they have their thing called. Yeah, that's what it was. But yeah, the Zentech 5 can fucking sit at 95 degrees Celsius without fucking destroying itself. That alone is a stupid ass feat. The power of the sun in the palm of my hand. <laughs> yeah, literally, I was like, what the fuck? That, that don't make sense. I love that. That's 203 degrees Fahrenheit for all you Americans. Did, uh, did you just put that into like a conversion thing or did you do he it did. in your head? No, he definitely done a conversion. What was that, 5 over 9 times something? Yeah, I know that. The only thing I knew was that it was below the boiling point of water. Sounds like it's not 100 degrees. All you gotta do is basically multiply it by 2 and that's a really rough, safe estimate. Um, yes, not necessarily true. Maybe yeah. for lower measurements, but I'd say maybe for higher measurements, like because like two degrees Celsius is like what, like thirty four, thirty six Fahrenheit. Oh, that's a good point, actually. All right, now now I gotta look this up. Hold on. All right, so actually, maybe it's not for lower or higher. Maybe that's just not a good. <laughs> no, it's 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 actually a bit lower when you get into the higher numbers, like. 30 degrees Celsius, was, which is what my water temperature is at right now on my liquid cooler. It's 86 degrees Fahrenheit. I mean, 60 and 86, still fairly that's, off. Like, that's, that's a big difference. <laughs> that's, that's for, especially weather-wise. a rough, lower one, but yeah, the 4 degrees thing screws it. You can't just say it's a rough estimate and give like a huge gap between <laughs> the... <laughs> it was a rough estimate. <laughs> it's closer to 3 times than it is 2 on that specific example. No. Actually, yeah, anything in like the 30s, I guess. Let's see, about 40. As I was say, I've got kind of used to like converting or like knowing a general like area of it because like where Haley goes only goes off of like Celsius. She'll tell me the temperature and then I'll like compare them. Joe actually said the formula, guys. Like he was, he literally just forgot one step. You got to add 32. Yeah. I did not yeah. know that. Do you think I was just making up a random ass fraction? 
Yes. I honestly <laughs> thought you was just pulling something out of your ass. No, That's I, I knew that was it, but uh, <laughs> I don't speak not American. I'm sorry. I love the idea of Haley just being like, it's 34 degrees, eh? It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> On my weather app now, I just leave it in Celsius, so I kind of get used to it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for uh, uh, Joe to change into, like, if you ever have to fix something with tools. What's that? <laughs> oh, different measuring system. <laughs> well, I don't know. A, a lot of specific tools use metric, even in the U.S. Your ratchets do, but like, if you ever try to hand someone a wrench, well, we do it in fucking fractions, yeah. nine sixteenths. Yeah. I mean, I the biggest one for me, like, I mean, yeah, of course, I haven't had to use tools there yet, but like. I was, uh, she let me drive whenever I was there, and I was like, what's this fucking kilometer shit? <laughs> oh, God. You know, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a quick second to just fucking shit on the metric system, because I love the metric system, but it's so annoying that almost all of my engineering schooling was using the metric system, and I haven't had to use it once since I got out. Did they tell you all the time when you were in school, like, you're gonna have to use it? You're gonna need to, you're gonna need to know both. It's like, I haven't, had, I haven't had to think about a Newton in so long, dude. The heck's a millimeter. I don't eat apples either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Thanks, Ray. I wish we used metric, but like, while we're on freedom units, I, that's the only thing I know right now. I feel like the American teaching institution should really needs to um, revamp some things, because I feel like a lot of stuff is useless. That's also true. Like, a lot of it's just a waste of time. Hey. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm part of that now. <laughs> I really hope colleges would like revamp the way they done shit. Like you go to college to be specifically math level. First thing you're going to do. Well, here's every bit of English you need to know. Like I need you to be able to speak perfect Latin and pick up these things as part of your English assignments now. I don't know, dude. Like the only saving grace of my college experience was getting to go to like Japanese culture and cinema in between like Calc four and thermodynamics. It's like, yeah, man, I needed that Japanese culture and cinema. Fucking weeb. Well, I'm just thinking of easy classes. That's like the easiest class I ever took. We watched Japanese movies and did that sounds that. amazing, dude. Like, yeah, I-, I would say yes. You could opt in. That would be strictly optional, but as like. Payment-wise, you're paying for four years of... Most people pay for four years of college. And then you just have to take a bunch of classes that have nothing that correspond with the field that you're going in. I've always felt that gen ed is taken a little too far in college, and it should it should specialize a lot sooner than it does. Yes, like, if you're going to be a rocket scientist, you're going to need to be what, heavily in physics, geometry, and all that good stuff. You don't need English or art. You need the basics. I mean, you got you got to be able to communicate through like uh, verbal and written communication. Dude, I feel speaking like of high that, school should have had you good enough to tell someone, "Hey, I want to send a rocket to the moon." And if you say "moon rocket fly," you are on a whole other level of problems. You're probably not a rocket scientist, Joe. What were you about to say, <laughs> Josh? My brother is literally going to college to become a rocket scientist. He is, he's in his like last semester right now. He graduates in December. 
Is he doing like aerospace engineering or like? Yeah, what? yeah, he's yeah, going. Okay. He, he'll he'll graduate with an aerospace engineering degree and a it's mechanical? it's some kind of mechanical yeah engineering. Is he going to WVU? Yeah, yeah, they do uh, dual mechanical and aerospace in five years. Uh, I knew a lot of people who were in that program. Yeah, yeah, that's what Joshy's. Uh, that's what that's what he'll be graduating with this December. So, like, speaking of those like classes, he he like had to take an extra class to like hit his hours. Uh, so he ended up picking a, what is it called? It's like a vampire class. Wait, what? I swear to God, I was dying <laughs> when he, when he told me this, they do research on Dracula and all of like the movies that he was in and like just all of this, like all that stuff. And I was and like, his teacher sent him an email right before class started because he was reading it out to me. And it was basically like. Hey, uh, here's a few books that we'll be going over talking about like vampires and stuff. And like the way he read it all, read it out to me, I was like, I was like, Josh, does your teacher like actually believe in vampires? He's like, I'm not too for sure. I was like, that makes me feel like she actually believes in vampires with like how she worded it out. Um, but it's like, it, it's either that or she's just very fascinated by the, uh, like sci fi version of like vampires because like they've watched movies, they've talked about them and like read books about like uh like Dracula and stuff. <laughs> I I need you to have Joshi send me like I want to see <laughs> this class, like I want to see the name of it and everything like on his schedule. Uh, I think I can get that right now. Let me see. I'm not going to lie, this makes me feel like this is how we actually have psychological problems in America of where people think they really are vampires and werewolves. Like they themselves will like try to drink blood or they start howling at full moons and running around naked saying they have no recollection of what happened. Yo, I just, I'm I'm sorry. I'm still baffled. I I don't want to just skip past what you said, Ray, but like, I can't believe that that is an actual class. No, it is. Cause I was like, cause he was, uh, he was telling me about it and he was like, dude, guess what class I'm taking. And I was like, what? And he was like, dude, it's a vampire class. I was like, what do you mean a vampire class? He was like, we just talk about vampires and anything that deals with vampires. I was like, what the fuck? What if this is like actually a European history class and Joshi is just like, yup, it's vampires. <laughs> nah, he, nah, he read it out to me. It's fully only about vampires. Imagine just the audacity of this class is who discovers that vampires are real. Like, we're just sitting here talking shit, but they're actually making headway. Yeah, listen, like, I, we, we're talking crap right now, but it could be that she already knows. Make, like, this class is just training. What if she's the vampire? Oh. And she's trying to see, like, she's playing with danger. She's turning future people into vampire hunters. Listen, we have to go through, like, the uh, class list, like, since WVU opened and, like, find pictures of the staff <laughs> and just see if that woman is there. <laughs> but she just never took a picture before. She's like, I don't like taking pictures. Like, oh, that's wait, a little sussy. She show up. Oh. Well, d- depending on your vampire, hold up. This is where discrepancy starts to happen. Is she just gonna fucking start bedazzling and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. We need to we need to join this class and do some research to figure this out. We might have to gank her. She could be a vampire. <laughs> oh god! Sorry, I've been watching way too much Supernatural. I figured you'd like that, Brent. 
I'm going to have to say, I feel like that further supports my idea of why the fuck is he having to take that class to have a full college schedule? But it's like he didn't have to. I mean, he had to do it. I guess he had to do it to get uh, to hit um, what's it the called? amount of credit. Uh, time student. Yeah. Yeah. That happened to me my senior year. I only needed um, I only needed two 12 hour semesters to get through it. But I had uh, you, you have to do 15 hours to be a full time student and qualify for a lot of the financial stuff. So I just had to take like two random classes, both of those semesters. Do you remember what the two random classes were? I'm interested to know. <sighs> um, I think one of them, no, philosophy was one that I took before that. One of them was journalism. Nice. And one of them was, I think it was an extra engineering class, maybe, or something. Oh, okay. So, uh, Ethan, I have a specific question for you regarding engineering but first i'm just going to name two random college classes that i had to take for the same reason that i actually really enjoyed oh what's up one was an anthropology course i just found it pretty fascinating um it made me feel like i wanted to be an archaeologist and be like indiana jones nice the other one was like a world theology course where it went through like different uh religions throughout history Nice, that sounds fun. That actually does sound interesting. Yeah, they were both super interesting. But uh, the engineering-specific question that I have for you, uh, I thought of it whenever Joe was talking about Joshi. So you're a civil engineer, and Joshi is going into like aerospace engineering. So like, if if the engineering groups were separated into cliques, what like what would you all be? How how do you all view this? Wait, like. There's got to be some beef between the different types of engineers. Oh, oh right? yeah. Like, okay. So, like, for example, I'm civil engineer, and we're typically seen as the ones who were not scientifically smart enough to do a lot of the other engineering groups, but we knew how to do numbers. And also, we're typically the outdoorsy engineers. You, you may not know the numbers, but you know your shit. Yeah, exactly. Civil is typically a lot more basic than the other ones. Like, it's, it's just much more straightforward. You don't have to do a lot of like thermodynamics and like there's no coding. Like mechanical engineers have to have to learn how to code. It's like ugh. So less math essentially. Yeah, and I didn't have to take any electrical engineering stuff either. And electrical is just ridiculous. Um yeah, so like electrical engineers are weird. They're just wired different. They don't <laughs> make sense, man. They I don't know if you meant to do that, but that was good. <laughs> <laughs> like really, they're really just different. Let's see the oh, who else do we got? Um, aerospace or nerds? Computer science people are. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they are. <laughs> Computer science people don't shower. Um, <laughs> oh, no. oh, speaking of not showering, how did that Japanese class uh, smell? It smelled smelled like. Um, Teriyaki and freedom, sadness. I just, I imagine a college campus Japanese studies class probably doesn't smell great. No, no, it, it, yeah, no. Yeah, I'd see it. Also, I just remembered what, what one of the classes was that I had to take um, just to fill out the hours, and it was theater. Yo, I bet you loved that. While I enjoyed theater, the class was pretty, uh... Oh, fair enough. I, I found the name to the uh, vampire class. Perfect light on us. It's called Vampire Blood and Revolution. No shot. 
<laughs> I'm being dead serious. Why you saying that? Sounds like the lamest shot. video game I've ever heard. <laughs> no, it definitely does sound like a video game. But while I was looking for it, I also found out. Now, this was 10 years ago whenever someone commented about this on like a Reddit su- uh, sub. Um, apparently, WVU also, it, it at least had a Harry Potter English class. I think I remember hearing about that. Okay. But yeah, it's good. Uh, it's called Vampire Blood and Revolution. I guess technically speaking, to have a college course, you just have to have like a minimum uh, number of students uh, like want to take it. Yep. There's also a cheese and wine class. Yo, I'd take that class. <laughs> Study of fine wines and sticky cheese. <laughs> we're, we're going back to like the beginning of this podcast where Ethan called me out, but I'd 100% take that class. Yeah, speaking of uh, the beginning of the podcast, I don't think I ever mentioned what I've been into. We have not. Yeah, we have not. Well, the fun news is I've not been into a whole lot as far as games. I've mostly just been continuing my RuneScape grind. I've got a good list of goals now that I want to accomplish, and I'm trying to get 99 cooking. It's going to take several weeks. I saw you've been on uh, RuneScape a lot here recently, because whenever I've checked, I saw you like popped up. Oh, on like Discord or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Discord's always watching. <laughs> Discord, uh, it'll tell on you too. You know, you be appearing offline on games and stuff, and Discord's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, he's playing. <laughs> I've had that happen before. <laughs> <laughs> Brent, you're not safe. Brent's the king of appearing offline. Uh, I didn't used to do that, but yeah, I, I appeared no, offline you, on everything. Do you did that all the time? Like even back in middle school into high school, I always had to message you and be like, "Hey, are you online?" Did you? Did. You were always appearing off. Did I really? Yeah, yeah. Whenever we first became friends, you added me on Xbox, and then you were just never online. And I found out you just always appear offline. I know what it was. You had too many people trying to play games with you, and most of them are annoying. See, okay, I'm glad you said it, because I was about to say that, but I feel like if I would have said it, you both would have been like, oh, Mr. Popular over here. I was like, no, that's just what, that's what it was. No, it was the, the people that your mom tried to make you be friends with and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, they would, like, invite me to play, and I just, I didn't want to. Mm, yeah. Yeah, he wanted to get achievements and talk shit with us. Yeah, don't I, we don't have to talk about people my mom wanted me to be friends with because that, I don't want Joe to find out that that's how our friendship started. Nah, our friendship started because I was trying to hit on your sister. God, Actually, you were it. hitting on his sister. <laughs> rip. Walked right into that one. <laughs> nah, uh, but Ethan, do you remember the first time I met you, like with Brent? Mm, no. Okay, I, I just I'm gonna say it in like a small amount of Gears of War movie theaters. You remember that? We've had this discussion. Yeah, we talked yeah. about this. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. That was the first podcast. time I met you. Oh, it was on the podcast. I forgot that we yeah. talked about it on the podcast. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot that that was the first time I met you. Yeah, I mean, unless it was playing sports, because I know. No, I didn't play sports. Ethan didn't play past uh, like little league. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, then never mind. I, I got to middle play. school, and they were like, "Hey, you're gonna have to run now." And I was like, "That will run the fuck away." <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was. I think I'm fucking joking, dude. I, hell no. Actually, I remember the exact day that Ethan and Travis both quit middle school tryouts, and it was the first day they made us do burpees. Yeah, I was like, oh hell no, because it was the second day of conditioning. Because uh, like the first day I did conditioning, I was like, that sucked. I'll, I'll do this again. Well, then the next time I did it, 
it was like I had to do conditioning again, but I was sore and I was like, oh God. Yeah, I went the third day and like you and Travis weren't there and I was like, well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I did not, I, did, I am not going to work that hard to play with people that I don't even fucking like. Yo, like, hell no. I was on the team. <laughs> I'm not going to work that hard to play with people I don't fucking like. <laughs> yeah, you love me. That's right, baby. I just imagined whenever you said that, Ethan, you doing like one burpee and then you just like stop and be like, nah, fuck this. And then like get up and walk and out. <laughs> Immediately done it. Nah, turn, walk away. Sorry, we got sidetracked, Ethan. Um, what, what else have you been up to? Not burpees. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> God, you killed Ray. <sighs> Goodbye, Ray. Yeah. Um, no, the, the big highlight for my weekend was uh, the North Carolina State Fair. Uh, that started up and I went to that and there's a lot of people who go to the state fair. So I I know we're probably running a little long, but I'm genuinely interested to know like how the North Carolina state fair was. Cause like I've been to a couple like West Virginia ones. I just, I'm curious about the differences. I've never been to the West Virginia one. So I'll just describe the North Carolina one. There are a lot of people who go, there are literally a hundred different food trucks and probably 50 to a hundred different like mini game places, you know, like where you're doing the ball toss and the basketball hoops and the ring toss and stuff, all kinds of rides. I mean, must've been 50 or more rides. There were at least like four Ferris wheels, Uh, you know, like pet the animal stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, the, one of our favorite places to go is like the, the plant area where they have, thousands of different entries for like such specific categories where it's like best pink rose, you know, with a velvet sunset backdrop. You're like, the fuck? They got to get super specific so they can give out more awards and people don't feel like there there are like 50 or more just categories for roses. You know, it's, it's insane, but uh yeah yeah that's um that's a lot of what we did and i have a fun statistic for you guys they actually track how many people go to the state fair in north carolina let let me guess like are are we talking like a total number or percentage of population this is a total number of attendees per day okay would you like to try to guess how many people attended the fair yesterday uh yes i would like to guess Uh, i'm gonna guess 1.3 million okay that's way too high uh, okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah, I would like to guess. I'm gonna guess uh, seven hundred thousand. That's kidding. way too high. What the, hey, fuck? what the fuck are you getting? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> what? Fuck. I'm, I'm cutting both of those. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> you're not. <laughs> I want to say. I want to say two hundred and twenty thousand. Man, y'all are killing me. I thought this was gonna be a cool statistic. There were one hundred and fifteen thousand people. <laughs> Damn it. My second one was going to be 170. See, I said 1.3. I meant 130,000. I added a zero in my head. Uh, Okay, like through this like one square mile like thing of things to do, there was like two and a half times the population of Charleston. Listen, you you, you threw me when you said four Ferris wheels. I was like, fuck, this must be gigantic. (laughs) It was pretty big. Literally, we were like sardines. You get swept up in the crowd. Like if you're trying to go somewhere, you have to like literally like bob with the crowd because you can't get around them. Nice. So yeah, it sounds it sounds like pretty similar to a West Virginia State Fair, just minus apple butter and pepperoni rolls. 
Apple yeah. butter. I, North Carolina has a barbecue. It's it's better than West Virginia. Oh, that sounds amazing. You you replace the apple butter and pepperoni rolls for barbecue, and honestly, I'm I'm pretty picky about what I eat. But like, I tried barbecue not that long ago, at, actually at Emily's cousin's wedding, and it slapped. But yeah, like, how have you been missing out on barbecue? Like, it looks gross. You know what? I don't think I've ever tried barbecue either. So I'm I'm more oh picky ever of an eater than Brent. Let, let let me clarify here. Barbecue is like that shredded like meat, like shredded yeah, it's, like it's shredded pork. pork. Shredded yeah. pork. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. This, uh, so I definitely ate that at the wedding because I was like hungry and I didn't know that that's what they were having. And I was like, well, um, I'm 26 now. I eat for sustenance, not what I like. And <laughs> I just I ate it, but it tasted actually really good with some uh, barbecue sauce on it. Yeah. Okay. So North Carolina barbecue is significantly better than anything I ever had in West Virginia. Like, it's not even close. You know what? I, I can agree. With, well, I, I can't agree, but I, I could see that being true. Well, I mean, like, that's the one thing that North Carolina is known for, for their food, is their pulled pork. Like, that's that's what's good. Their pulled pork and their brisket. Okay, so I, I can see that, but still yet, I guarantee you if you go down to, like, Alabama, Louisiana, Texas, like, it's gonna be better. It's just different. Like you have different types of barbecue because, like, tech, like Texas barbecue is a style, North Carolina barbecue is a style, and South Carolina barbecue are like the three styles. I think Texas barbecue is like on the hotter end of that spectrum. Yeah, like West Virginia, the barbecue there is closer to Texas style barbecue. Yeah. Um, North Carolina barbecue, um, they do that style, and then they also do like the Carolina style, which is uh, a more vinegar based. I'd say, I'd say it's sweeter too. No, it's the opposite. It's less sweet, more tangy. Oh, tangy. Huh. I wouldn't guess that. And South Carolina, they do mustard based barbecue sauce. Okay. Like mustard based barbecue. I could get behind that. So, okay. So I, uh, we're agreeing that Zero Talent is now just going to go state to state and try the barbecue, right? And then just each podcast is going to be a comparison. Sure. Do we get per diem? Uh, yeah. Um, I give you. I can't say this. My students listen. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what you get. Twice a day. All right. But uh, if I'm, I'm sorry, I've interrupted you so many times because we keep getting distracted. No, I mean, that's that's pretty much it for me. That's that's what I've been into. All right. So I think uh, we're about ready to head into the hot take. But first, uh, let's take a second and hear a word from our sponsor, Anchor. All right, guys. So. I know you all have been looking forward to this. It's only two months past due. Joe, I believe it's your turn for the hot take. Well, Joe, you've had like two months to get this together. I mean, you must have some spicy take for us today. And no no additional pressure here or anything, but a lot of my students have said that you're the favorite of theirs. So like, if this is a weak hot take, uh, you might lose that title. Impossible. They're never going to pick me. I, I grade their stuff. I think they should pick you because you grade their stuff. Which makes sense. Nah, Brent has a lot of weak uh, hot takes and stuff. Plus, no one plays any of the games that he plays. That's not true. I've probably convinced a few people to play KOTOR. No, that's probably true. Hey, hey, listen. My hot takes might be weak, but at least I stand up and give them. I'd rather you just not. You, you, you are every week are like, oh, I didn't think of one. I'm not very opinionated. What do you mean? I'd rather have no nice. hot take than a weak hot take. Than you're weak. Nah. All right, this is devolving into a me and Joe argument. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Joe, what's your hot take? 
I was trying to go through on Reddit to find the picture that someone posted or the math that they had done to um to show like the to give a more accurate st- uh, like statistic, but I'll just I'll just go off of one I last read. Um, yeah, just just freeball it. So basically, I think it was a bad system in Overwatch Two to like for you to just have to go to the shop and buy exactly what you want for skins and stuff instead of getting them from loot crates. Like I feel like loot crates was the better system in Overwatch One for uh, obtaining new items and event items. So my gut instinct is to instantly go against you, but I don't know how you earn currency in Overwatch 2. So like, uh, can you explain that? So the only way to earn currency in Overwatch 2 is to complete uh, all of your weeklies, and you earn a maximum for completing all weekly challenges. The first one gives you... Oh god. I what think it's it, 10, like, 20, 30. No, nah, because it gets it, it gets lower as you go. Like, the last one's, like, the lowest. Then it's 30, 20, 10. But those, I'm pretty sure those are the numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah, you get... I think it's, like, a total of 60. Yeah. So, for a free-to-play player... Uh, I'll, get, I'll get to that here later. But, because in Overwatch 1, now you had to buy the game, but you could just about earn, I think, like, all of the event items if you played enough because you could earn three loot boxes i think like three of the event loot boxes each day or week or something like that i think each week and because a lot of the people from what i heard because uh, you also got credits to also then whenever you opened a loot box like if you got a duplicate or something like that or you could just straight up get a coin drop from it and you could just go and buy the stuff. You can't do that anymore. So the only way to get it is if you buy the battle pass to get some of your uh, credits back, or if you just keep doing weeklies. And someone was like, to get only just the Overwatch One cosmetics for new people, uh, the ones that that player had had, they would have to spend ten thousand dollars to get all just Overwatch One skins. And mm. sprays and everything that was in Overwatch 1 for a new player to get everything that was in that game, they would have to spend $10,000. Because of how, like, each legendary skin is now priced at $20. At $20. And um, if you wanted to do it free-to-play, they done the math of that. Like, if you wanted to just get it by earning weeklies, it would take you 300 and some years or something like that to get it. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I think that's a lot. Uh, I think the loot box system, uh, even though people hate on it in most games, Overwatch did. I think people either they didn't know or people forget how um, easygoing they were with their loot boxes. They gave you a lot of chances to get them. They get, uh, You didn't just get one free event loot box. You had a chance to get uh, a set amount every week. And a lot of the time, you were able to get most of the skins that you wanted from just playing the game without having to spend any money. And then if there was an event going on, and you just get loot boxes from leveling up or just doing um, like those event game modes that gave you free loot boxes, if you've done that, then you could just get enough coins to them whenever an event came out, you were able to buy them. But in this one, you just had to spend money or wait 
weeks upon weeks or months upon months to buy a legendary skin because you only get 60, 60 uh, Overwatch credits a week. So, okay, I, I, I'm going to let you, you, you two go first. Ray, do you have anything to say? I have thoughts. Are we just going to go by... It's, it's weird because, one, I hate loot boxes, but, two, I also hate the way Blizzard has monetized the fuck out of the way they set this shit up. So it's like a double whammy. I'm kind of in the same boat. Actually, I don't even think the Battle Pass for Overwatch 2 gives you credits. It doesn't. It does not. It just gives you two legendary skins. All right, then, yeah, the only way for them to earn is either get 60 a week or spend money. Yeah, so that's... Mm. I'm not too upset about it because a couple of reasons. And one, Overwatch 2 is a free game. You know, like, they had that loot box system in Overwatch 1, and you had to pay to play Overwatch 1, did you not? Yeah, it was 60 bucks. Yeah, but most games have at least a way to where if you buy the Battle Pass, you can earn currency back. The only way to earn currency in this one is weekly challenges. Well, okay, I'm of the opinion that you don't need to have multiple skins on several characters. So, like, okay... Instead of paying $60 for Overwatch 2, now you get to buy three skins at $20 a piece. You know, you get a, a tank skin, a DPS skin, and a healer skin on three characters that you play at, with the money that you're saving from not having to buy the game. And then, do you really need that much more than that? I feel like that's, that system is okay to me. It, it works out for me because I just want to buy the skin that I want and then not have to play several games a week. Well, because I'm busy. I was going to say on that point on the loot boxes, you would still earn the credits to straight up buy the skins you wanted in Overwatch One as well at a very incredibly slow rate. I mean, I bought four legendary skins with all my credits. It's a slow rate until you get more stuff. Because then, if you got dupes, you got more credits. So, so yeah. right now, if you just wanted to buy a singular, le- singular legendary skin for one of your characters that you play, let's say like your main, it costs 2,900 Overwatch 2 coins. If you only get 60 a week, that would take you 48.3 weeks to get one singular skin. How much is that in cash? Like exact amount in cash for one skin? Legendary 2,900 is $20. Okay, so that does support what Ethan said, though. Like. You're not paying for the game, so if you pay twenty bucks for a skin, yeah, it sucks that there's like microtransactions. You're paying twenty bucks, but that's still less than like paying for a full game, and then you have that skin. But hold up, let's get, let's hit this other route. The people that bought Overwatch One, we automatically unlocked all of the heroes. People that just started playing Overwatch Two are actually hero locked too. I am fine with that. I'm fine with that as well. That actually makes sense. On that point, why aren't they offered a $60 buy for all the heroes? I don't think mm. that they should now. I mean, that'd be a good price point for them to do. But My account started without the heroes unlocked, and I within like three matches, I had unlocked six or seven of them. Well, I, I so do It does think, not take a long time. I, I don't think that's because they were supposed to be locked. Uh, there was a glitch happening to where people were locked who shouldn't have been. Um, if you played like Pretty much any Overwatch one, they shouldn't have been. No, that's what I'm saying. So 
But I got to experience as if I hadn't. No, he was no, saying no, no, no. it was the glitch. Yeah, Unlocking it was them the glitch. as you play. Oh. Like, uh, if you unlock them as you play, um, you wouldn't actually get them all until you've played like 100 matches or something like that. Oh. Well, you know, I think that there should be a deal to let you unlock stuff, but then I, I go back to League of Legends and like there you get like 16 rotating free champions a week. And otherwise, you have like 150 you have to buy. I do up. like uh, a rotating list. I like that. I kind of wish Overwatch would do that. But I feel like we're getting a little off topic here because the hot take was about the loot boxes. So I'm going to bring it back. And Ray, I know I said I was going to let you both go first, but I, I feel like you, you chimed in a little bit. You might have more to say. But what I was going to say kind of feeds off of Ethan. And I support the new system over the loot boxes just because... It seems like it's making those legendary skins from Overwatch 1 a little bit more exclusive. Um, people obviously aren't going to be spending money to buy old skins. Uh, they're, if anything, they're going to spend the money on newer skins. So, like, sure. If, if you absolutely want to collect all of them for whatever reason, even though you can't use them all, like you, you only have that one equipped for the match, fine. You're, you're going to have to spend money to do it. But realistically, people are going to be buying the new stuff. And if it's $20 a skin for a game that's free, sure, I'm fine with that. I just, I don't know. Because, like, <clears throat> sure, uh, you have that one or two characters that you like to play, but what happens when one of them gets nerfed? Or if something happens to where someone gets countered, so then you start playing other characters, find someone else you like better, and it's like, oh, now I have nothing for this one. And now... At least in Overwatch 1, you got to open up a loot box, and it was like, you, so you had stuff for all characters ready for, like, whenever. But, like, now, like, with the three new characters, uh, Kiriko, uh, Junker Queen, and um, uh, so Sojourn. Yeah. If I hadn't I've already had the Battle Pass, then I wouldn't have, like, already had skins or cosmetics for those characters i mean i don't like junker queen but i've been playing a lot of sojourn and kiriko well so i think to answer that question you asked like what are you supposed to do if there's a nerf and you go to a different character i think that's what the battle pass is for because i mean the battle pass has set rewards so you might be getting like a skin for someone you don't currently play but that works the same as a loot box in that sense like uh you you have it there in case you end up playing them and some of the skins i think are on the free to play pass but like the legendary ones and stuff are uh not if, if i remember correctly yeah those are all on the premium yeah so i i mean it, they may not be a legendary skin but you still have an alternative if you go uh, if you go to a new character I, just, I mean, like, at least they could do is, like, add them to the battle pass like what most other stuff like other free to play games do or yeah, like free to play like battle royales and stuff. They they'll add the currency to where like if you complete it, yeah. Yeah, if you like buy a battle pass, then you have enough to buy the next one for free. Or buy if you buy the first one and the second one, you have enough credits and some left over to buy the next one after that for free. So you don't have to spend money on it. This one literally gives you none. I didn't realize that it didn't give any. I, I'm not a fan of that, but I yeah. will say since the hot take was specifically about loot boxes and uh compared to like getting skins uh, i'm still gonna stick with the new system all right i understand that i'm curious where ray falls i feel like he's gonna be i'm with joe yeah I, yeah 
I I can't see the logic of you all of them doing. I feel like this system's more of a money grab from Blizzard, just like fucking Diablo Immortal was a giant money grab. I can't stand that scenario, even though I physically can't stand loot boxes. I was gonna say I, I'm typically pretty anti loot box, and I'll, I'm gonna stick with it here and say that I'm I'm more for the new system. I just feel like Overwatch One though was very uh, they were very friendly with their loot boxes. Yeah, you you never had to. It pay. wasn't hard to get them. Yeah, it was very easy to get what you wanted. I can agree with you that it probably had the quickest earning of loot boxes, but I, I'm in the same boat as Ethan. I I just don't like loot boxes. Yeah, and I don't like to earn them like at all. Like I. I at this point in my life, I'm busy enough that I would rather play for like two hours a week and spend twenty dollars on a skin than have to play for eight hours a week to not spend. $20. You didn't even have to do that. It was literally win one match a day on Overwatch, and you. I don't like it. having to play every day. I like I, I'm going to play once a week or twice a week. Yeah, and that limits you to one loot box a week, which means anyone who plays every day is obviously going to have like the better stuff. Yeah. Whereas I want to stunt on these kids with my money. I got big money. They don't care. They'll just get mommy and daddy's credit card and be like, I bought $4,000 of skins on Fortnite. With or without mommy and daddy knowing. That's a surprise for later. <laughs> just like a potential surprise beating. Look on, your, <laughs> look on your credit card and it's like, huh, looks like my kid's getting whipped today. <laughs> Exactly. That's like, I think I just purchased a fucking Fortnite account to go sell. But all right, I think uh, I think we're pretty set in this hot take. Joe, if you would like to restate it one last time and let us give our final opinions on it, uh, that would be cool. The Overwatch 1 loot crate system was better was better than the shop system in Overwatch 2. Nah, I gotta go with the shop. I'm with the shop. Give me the boxes. I'm a, I'm a stop, drop, and open up shop, if, if anyone gets that reference. All right, that was pretty smooth. Pretty smooth there, Brian. <laughs> Thanks. Two and two, not bad. Yeah, two and two, that's, that's a pretty uh, divisive hot take, which I guess is what they're supposed to do, so, so good job for that. Thank you. I, I will say that even though I disagreed with you, I do think that they should add the currency to the battle pass, so I, I would like to add that. That would be nice, at least. That would make me... I would like that a lot more than what we got now, because 60 credits uh, a week is pretty rough. Yeah. So with that being said, I, I think I think we're pretty good here. We're, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, Y'all have any last words you'd like to say? Hasta la vista, baby. It's good to be back. Deuces. All right. Well, last words is not the same as saying goodbye. So I'm going to keep this going for a second and say, <laughs> uh, don't forget. To... <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Don't forget to uh, rate us five stars uh, on whatever you listen to us on for a chance to win a free T-shirt. This is going to be running through the end of this year. So our first podcast of 2023 will announce a winner. Um, That's that's something to look out for. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. It's at Zero Talent Prod. Check out our YouTube. It's uh, Zero Talent Productions. You can search up Zero Talent, find the brown it's uh, the same logo as our podcast and yeah check check out our content on there so now <laughs> we'll we'll say goodbye <laughs> bye oh. ttfn that was the zero talent podcast